You are now listening to the smooth, mellifluous sounds of Red's Room Podcast. Enjoy. Welcome to episode number 41 of the Red's Room Podcast. I'm your host, Red. And I'm your co-host, Jake. And today we are talking about fairies, leprechauns, and little people. As always, our references are in the episode description, and I want to say today is a very special episode. Uh, This one is for my grandmother who just passed away. For those who have video, you can probably tell that I am Irish. And it's not uh, obvious enough. You get it from my grandma, and she loved these kind of things, and uh, she was big on it, and she loved fantasy. As do I. Oh, and that's nice. As does Jake. I think you, you yeah. probably got some Irish in you, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I've been called fucking Redbeard <laughs> at work, even though I don't see it, but sometimes yeah. you can. Oh, you, you definitely got... Uh, Mom has bit. Irish. Yeah, I got a little bit. But I think your dad has Irish, too. I don't know. I'm just a fucking Euro mutt. Well, I know he has Italian, but you... Yeah. You, yeah, Mom has some Irish in her mm-hmm. and some Scottish, so no doubt. Got a little heritage going on this episode. Right, right. Hell yeah! So we are gonna we're gonna have some fun with this one. Um, so fairies, uh, you know, we are not talking about LGBTQ here. Uh, Get it out of the way now. Huh? Oh man, I, the joke was gonna come. <laughs> I might as well do it in a real corny way. Um, oh, man. Anyways, fairies. The term fairy is sometimes used to describe any magical creature, including goblins and gnomes, while at other times the term described only a specific type of ethereal creature or sprite. Explanations for the origins of fairies range from Persian mythology to the folklore of the Brythonic, that is... I hadn't heard this term before, but it's interesting. Mm. That's the Bretons, the Welsh, and the Cornish. Oh, they have their own little name for that. Okay. I didn't know they did. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Uh, I always just uh, pieced them in with this next one, which is Gaelic. Uh, that's the Irish, Scots, and Manx. And then the Germanic peoples. Yeah. Uh, and from the pages of Middle French medieval romances, because it was very popularized then. Um. The English fairy derives from the early modern English fairy. Um, now, that is spelled different. Yeah. So the first the one same. ends in a Y. The second one ends in an IE. Yeah. Uh, meaning realm of the phase. And this is a theme that's going to pop up. Uh, I noticed pops up a lot with the fairies is that they supposedly exist in another realm or the other world. Okay. And I would say by modern standards, it's like they're in another dimension right next to us Mm -hmm. all the time, Uh, which is one of the most interesting parts of it, I think. Yeah, that is a cool little insight. If they are type shit, like they can see us, but we can't see them, or Mm -hmm. fucking sometimes they come into our dimension or our, you know. Yeah, it's like they have to choose to to pop into our world to mm. talk to us. It's weird because I've noticed that that's, that's a common theme with a lot of phenomenon. Yeah. Recently, a lot of people th- think that that is the UFO phenomenon. Yeah. 
There's definitely a um, kind of becoming bigger. That's definitely a point of thought is that they're dimensional. They don't, you know, yes. fucking. Some people think the Sasquatch is dimensional, you know, Bigfoot, fucking. Yeah. Get a little more out there, but. So when I see, when I read this stuff and you kind of compare it to a modern tech, a modern view like that, it makes a lot of sense, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I, I can see where they're coming from there. Um, yeah, so I'm continuing. Uh, fairies appear in folklore from all over the world as metaphysical beings who, mm-hmm. given the right conditions, are able to interact with the physical world. They're known by many names, but there is a conformity to what they represent and perhaps also to their origins. From the Hudulfolk in Iceland to the Twatha de Danen in Ireland. Sorry, ancestors, for probably picturing that. Uh, And the Manitou of the Native Americans. These are apparently intelligent entities that have that live unseen beside us until their occasional manifestations in this world become encoded into our cultures through folk tales anecdotes mm-hmm. and testimonies so that's kind of what we were talking about and um i kind of went into more of just the ireland ones just uh to touch on my roots mm-hmm. But um, I think you got a little of the Native American one that we'll probably hit on a later. little later. Yeah. Um, Definitely a lot of the between the leprechauns, the fairies, and the little people. It's just a lot of folklore is like yeah. the common thing between them. You know, storytelling, this happened, he, shed, he said, she said kind of stories, fucking. And they're all kind of dope. One thing that I didn't want to touch on, too, is mm-hmm. like a lot of the things I read that they're not always good either. Some of them are like, they kind of use the word like mischievous a lot yes. or, you know, uh, not demonic, but not like, I've even heard fucking on, on wiki, I think it talked about fucking uh, possible like fallen angels or fucking, there's like a bunch of different theories about yeah, I got a little bit what on they that are. Too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's kind of totally like agree. just a fucking box, just you pull out of the box who fucking knows what you're going to get type deal. It seems to be where some of the classifications of them came from, too, of of, one, yeah. of learning how mischievous uh-huh. or friendly they were. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that definitely played a part. And uh, I thought of something that um, I've looked into for a future episode we'll probably do, uh, but that is Gremlins. We're not, we're not just talking about the movie here, like actual fucking... They come from creatures that, uh, I believe, World War II, I, it might have been in World War One, but that pilots would encounter, with, and that they would they were mischievous and would mess with their planes, but sometimes yeah. they would also help them. Yeah. And um, it seems like the same kind of phenomenon. Um, also, uh, I thought of, co- I think it's cobalts that the miners encounter. Cobalt miners? Not kobold, uh, kobolds. Kobolds. Like, uh, okay. You ever heard? You, you ever like played a fantasy video game that had kobolds? They're kobolds. I don't know even how you say it, but how would you describe them? Little mining gremlins. Okay. Kind of, or uh, goblins. I think smaller of, uh, than goblins. Yeah, I think of the Gorons from the Legend of Zelda. They're like a they're like a faction of like kind of 
gremlin goblin looking guys and they mine at the fucking volcano mountain all yeah, day yeah kobolds kobolds i don't know the right way to pronounce it but i think those are both probably subjects we'll we'll cover in a future yeah. one but i i it seems very similar and related also elves are very related okay um but elves i think are germanic whereas uh and the elves are more of like a higher race but but fairies mm-hmm. also i think fairies get confused with pixies a lot whereas the mm, fairies yeah. are more like humanoid i be- from what i understand kind of um, a, i think of like fairy godmother from shrek 2 that's what i was thinking of when i fucking was yeah. doing some research gotcha yeah like i think fairies can be uh, are can be human size in general yeah but can be smaller mm-hmm. too um whereas pixies are really small like tinkerbell yeah yeah so it, it was an interesting one I, it just kind of crossed over and just thought i'd throw out some references and some yeah it's in a bunch of entertainment people even pixie i was pulling up a clip to look at it a uh, navi from legend of zelda uh ocarina oh, of yeah. time fucking hey and it's just like a tiny little pixie like got kind of like a light effect coming at you and I guess, you know, people have always found them interesting. They found their way into entertainment, into folklore, storytelling, fucking good, maybe some bad. Even fucking, like you were saying, World War II shit, like, with the gremlins. Yeah, and it's like, these things have become very Hollywoodized, but they were taken very seriously. Uh, Miners took took what they encountered very seriously. The the pilots took what they encountered extremely seriously. Mm Uh, and um, the people in Ireland took this very seriously. Um, I thought it was interesting, too. They talked about Persian. Um, it seems like uh, everywhere in the world there's things like this. Like, I've heard of the jinn, which are yeah. attributed to be similar type of beings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's where genies come from. So there's, a there's like, a wide range. A, a plethora of what these types of things can be. And that that that's another one that will probably be another its own episode on uh on itself. I just I what, think the, the I think there's a note in here somewhere that mentions it if I took that from one of the articles that I got this stuff from, but I just wanted to mention it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot it, it they go into a lot of things. It's, yeah. it's amazing. From all these different cultures supposedly for, you know, thousands of years where we believe maybe they didn't even talk to each other, but they all have these weird encounters with these supernatural or mm-hmm. otherworldly types of things. Yeah. Yeah. Tons of different backgrounds, ethnicities, fucking. Yeah. It's definitely fantastical. Yeah. I was surprised how light and unserious I thought this topic would be until I started diving into it. And I Dude, was like, yeah. man, there's some interesting, some history things here that, yeah. Uh, you know, there, there is the, the light, stuff too the hollywood kind of stuff but Mm -hmm. there's a there's a deep history here yeah fucking i i was weird to i read the same thing you read earlier that their fairies are related to like gnomes and goblins and i was like what yeah those aren't the same thing they're like in the same category Mm -hmm. and and so are leprechauns which is why we included them Mm -hmm. they're like in the same category of creature there's they're like us uh I don't they know don't if there's a name them to for be it. exactly the same creature, but they kind of put them in the same category. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I don't know. If they're there's related a name for somehow. It. Yeah, I don't know if there's a name for this kind of category of 
Faye. I say we. I think we go with Faye nowadays. Um, yeah, because uh, that's a term I've heard for the other world. The other world or the other dimension is is the Faye. Gotcha. Um, we'll get more into that. Uh, let me let me read a little more of this uh, cool stuff, and we'll we'll pick it apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, one common fairy tale motif, for instance, is the suspension of time when a mortal visits fairyland. A nice example is the Irish story of Osain, a poet of the Fane. After falling asleep under an ash tree, he awakes to find Naim, the shape-shifting queen of Tyr... Tirnanog, the land of perpetual youth, summoning him to join her in her realm as her husband. He agrees and finds himself living in a paradise of perpetual summer, where all good things abound and where time and death hold no sway. Once back in Ireland, he realizes that decades have passed and that he is no longer recognized or known of. Inevitably, he dismounts his horse, and immediately his youth is gone, and he becomes an enfeebled old man with nothing but his immortal wisdom. There is no returning to the fairy land of the Tirnanog. Tirnanog. So it, it aged him? Um, basically... Uh, Let me finish the last sentence. In other variations of the story, the hero turns to dust as soon as his feet touch the ground of consensus reality. So basically, when he goes to fairyland, Mm -hmm. for him, it seems like not that much time is passing. But But in Ireland, in the real world, time is moving much faster. Yeah, dude, this is some interstellar shit. The story is much longer. This is just a brief summary. Mm -hmm. Um, But then... Uh, he convinces he convinces her to let him visit home. When he visits home, she gives him this horse, and he goes on this horse, and he sees home, and it's like a lot moved of way on. And when he steps off the horse and actually touches the ground of reality, it's like it's like Everything all those years him. that he was gone, like immediately hit his body, and he ages. That's kind of the way I interpret it, dude. That is that's interesting. Shit. I mean, yeah. I guess if he just would have stayed in Fairyland, he could have fucking been good. But I guess you you come back and all that time fucking comes back. And dude, are they yeah. is Fairyland like a black hole or something? No, I don't know. It's just I think maybe another dimension. I don't know. It also kind of makes me think of like, uh, um, what was that movie? Was it Interstellar? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, totally Interstellar. When they were on shit. a different planet, and on that different planet, time was going by way mm-hmm. faster than it was on Earth. Yeah, and know? they come back, and the black dude, it's like, it's been 23 years, fucking, and they're like, what? It's only been fucking however many hours. But yeah, it's that fucking, what is it? The time is relative bullshit. Like, yeah. Time I've, happens differently where you're where you're at. It's also supposedly been a motif in some abduction stories. Uh yeah yeah you know which I I find a connection here I I find a lot of connections here mm-hmm. maybe I'm wrong but um uh it's an interesting very interesting theme that's well yeah that's, I don't that's happening over I mean and over we're again. not yeah I don't think you're wrong I don't think it, it's necessarily the same thing but the idea is similar I I fucking it makes sense yeah no I I kind of think maybe it's the same phenomenon 
seen different ways. It's just weird to me in this to where like in Interstellar, like they come back and they've only aged however many hours or days and it's been 23 years on like Earth. But in this scenario, he hasn't aged at all. But when he comes back, then... Like, yes, that isn't that is so a very good point. It's yeah. slightly different to where he comes back and then he gets all the age fucking shit. Yeah. So it's like to me that it's interesting, like the uh, mystical, the mythical, mystical. Touch yeah, to it. Definitely. Uh, and I actually I am enjoying this topic more than how you were saying, like you didn't think it was going to be as crazy. Like the fantasy fucking shit going on here is pretty dope. Like, right could be you could like see this in like a lord of the rings or a game of thrones or a slightly different fantasy kind of things it's it's pretty dope it's pretty interesting and yeah it goes deeper than you think and mm-hmm. we're just touching on some of it you know definitely i just i grew up seeing all the like little uh pewter fairy yeah uh figurines Models, that yeah. my grandma would cur- collect and things Dude, like that. that's dope and she was those little pewter figs are are pretty dope my uh my dad had a few of those as well and uh yeah they were cool mm-hmm. um and and reading all the fantasy novels and uh me and her would go back mm-hmm. and forth on them that story actually reminds me of a fantasy novel i was telling her to read towards the end there but she wasn't able to really read but there was something similar happened where like the one the character he like goes off with this fairy into fairyland but he comes back sooner and he gets out of it sooner but mm-hmm. it was a i found it very similar to that story and I, i'm i'm assuming the author probably took inspiration from that uh well-known irish uh myth mm-hmm. so i was like Legend. wow that was cool like uh yeah it's mm-hmm. just an interesting thing yeah yeah so i'm gonna get into a little deeper here on um some Irish mythology. And there are some names here that I'm going to do my best to not butcher. I get it. Put that out there. Because yeah, I feel like I have to say that. They're probably not going to be right, but right. Red's going to do his best here. I honor them. Right off the bat. Uh, so this section is titled the Twatha de Danon in the I want to say Aes Sedai, that's from a uh, that's from a fantasy thing I've seen, but it's Aesai. Um, um, due to the oral nature of Irish folklore, the exact origin of the fairies is not well defined. There are stories enough to support two possible origins. The fairies could either be fallen angels, which Jake mentioned earlier. Yeah. And I kind of wonder if that happened later on when Christianity came. I, I think that there might be some crossover there. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it seems like it. Um, so either they believe the fairies are the fallen angels, or they are the descendants of the Tuatha de Danon. In the latter case, this is equivalent with um, the ISI. In the former case, it is said that the fairies are angels who have fallen from heaven, but whose sins were not great enough to warrant hell. So to me, this is where 
you know, it gets really curious to me in the yeah. Christian mythology. Are they, though. like, stuck in between, you know? I don't know, because, um, yeah, there's I have a lot of questions there that probably go really deep. Um, because that, to me, probably doesn't leave that many angels. Um, I think about the third of heaven that fell to uh, have sex with women. Yeah. And become the the nephilim uh, their offspring became the nephilim Mm -hmm. but my interpretation my my belief of that my understanding of christian mythology is that those became the demons so i'm like if they became the demons then who are these other angels that are still stuck in between maybe they did come down to earth and then but they didn't have sex with women so they didn't they have an in-between sort of yeah, purgatory kind of state. They didn't get like as harsh of a punishment. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I kind of feel like they're just trying to blend the actual mythology with Christianity is my, my interpretation of this. Yeah, my face value interpretation. But um, it is an interesting idea. Um, so the other one, though, the go on with them. The Tuatha de Danann. Sorry if I'm pronouncing this different. <laughs> Tuatha de Danann. I keep trying to pronounce it. The Tuatha. How would you say it? I think you got pretty close. Tutha. It's got to be Tuatha. Tutha. Yeah, it's, I think you're. I think you're closer. De Danann. Yeah. I can't do a good Irish uh, accent. I wish I could. Yeah, I don't know. It's fucking. You're missing a couple consonants and a couple vowels. Vowels there for me yeah. to for me to get there yeah like i want to try to (laughs) yeah uh are described as a supernatural race much like idealized humans to me i think of like gods or like elves it's what i'm the personation i'm getting okay so but they're like idealized humans who are immune from aging and sickness and who have powers of magic the powers most often attributed to the Tuatha are control over the weather and the elements and the ability to shapeshift themselves and other things. They are also said to control the fertility of the land. The tale de Gebel, <laughs> tale de Gebel. to Saida uh, says the first Gales had to establish friendship with the Tuatha before they could raise crops and herds. Oh, you know so it was of? like a rite of passage. Like you had to be chill with them to fucking. I also kind of now I'm kind of thinking of like an ancient advanced civilization. I mean, you know that I fucking it's Atlantis. I yeah no, no I uh, fucking love those. Uh, but I kind of know. getting vibes like that. Yeah, you know, they were more op fucking. How I, you know? I wish all this shit was still around. If it. These kind of topics, these kind of like legendy topics, like it's so hard to fucking pick apart what is like. I mean, I don't even know if you could fucking confirm any of this is real. Like, I mean, it's just he- hearsay. It's legend. not believed any of it's real. Yeah. It's just believed as mythology. So this is just people's beliefs People, for thousands of stories, years. Stories, fucking campfire get togethers. That's how I imagine this shit being talked over. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I kind of take mythologies pretty seriously. I I was I was kind of gonna say something similar. I take it more fucking face value, more legit as well. But 
Yeah, I think, you know, maybe there's a mix in there between reality yeah. and, you know, I and mean, then also maybe there's just a gap in things. Like when they say definitely. they have powers of magic, maybe that's just their technology. Yeah. When they say they can control the fertility of the land, you know, maybe they just... Were they cloud seeding? Were they... <laughs> yeah. Good one. Good one. Yeah. They have um, harp going on back then? Probably something better than what we, ha- what I, we have. Is obviously... Junk. I think of it, no. I here's the thing though. You might be right, but I think they got something more OP that we don't see. Well, I was gonna say, have you ever heard of? A, I think it's called Terra Preta in South hmm. America. Uh, they made a soil that's like always fertile, and we don't even know how really? they made it. Yeah. Um, so Fuck, maybe it? they had something like that. They knew how to just make the soil super fertile uh, without all the crazy chemicals we use. I feel like we do it backwards. Yeah. Uh, um, but may- mm-hmm. maybe they just knew something like Another that. Another fucking know? in Abu Dhabi, that's where they hold a lot of the UFC fights. That fucking, they make uh, the clouds, they make it rain there once a week with the shit that they put in the clouds. Like they seed the clouds and they make it rain once yeah. a week to you know fertilize shit make it nicer you know i'm assuming there's a lack of humidity in that area normally so throw some whatever fucking bill gates chemical is going into the fucking cloud but it i mean it works probably making the frogs gay yeah i don't um, yeah you know (laughs) i don't know maybe we get a higher fucking amount of the toad you know the fucking what's the toad that you can you know you lick his back you start tripping balls but uh right I don't. I don't know if I there's don't know any. How you just linked that together? But, uh, that was <laughs> the, interesting. The Bill Gates fucking chemical water fertilizes those. F- I don't know, but uh, <laughs> fucking. What I was gonna get to is I don't know if there's any long term ramifications for that. I don't know. I don't if, know either. I uh, don't know. If, yeah. I I would be nervous to mess with nature like mm-hmm. that, but uh, I would too. But but what do we know? You ain't gonna get anything from me, man. I just know what fucking Alex Jones has said and the hard yeah, program. That. When you went on that little rant there, I was like, do Alex Jones proud. So, yeah, there's a lot of weird things you can extrapolate from this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> where did I end up here? Oh, yeah, I talked about they could raise crops in herds. The herds one, too, is interesting. Um, you know, like, did they just know some crazy things on breeding animals together i don't know but i find it real interesting mm-hmm. um one more paragraph on them uh they live in the other world which is described as either a parallel world or a heavenly land beyond the sea or under the earth's surface many of them are associated with specific places in the landscape especially the side mountains the ancient burial mounds and passage tombs, which are entrances to otherworld realms. The Twathdi can hide themselves with the, this is, I'm going to mess it up, but I'm going to try it. The Fethfjida, which is magic mist. And magic a- mist. appear to humans only when they wished to. That Damn. sounds cool. The fifth fjida. Yeah, I imagine like a ninja vanish, like just a cloud of smoke. Fjida. I don't know. They just fucking pull up. I should have. I should have spent all week practicing in an Irish voice. Dude, that's that's fucking weird though. The magic mist. I thought that what was. A, f- I thought that was cool. <laughs> so some, that's these guys. Some fucking the, pedido- the, the pedophile twa- dust die, or whatever. D. 
the Twath Dai. The Twath Dai. The full name's this. The the Twath yeah, Dai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know why they 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 shortened it. They up. shortened it. They they knew it was too much. But yeah, they got the Feth Fjida, the magic mist. I can picture that two ways. I could picture that really uh, that's what cheesy, I, dropping a smoke bomb like a ninja. That, that's why I was ninja vanished. Like they fucking yeah. appear through the smoke. Um, but I think more of that. Um, you know, when it talks about these areas, these specific areas in the landscape uh, being entrances to the other world realms, I yeah. picture them going in and out of our dimension mm-hmm. on a more serious way yeah. to picture them. I Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I could go on with fucking. <laughs> so supposedly fairies are descendants of these guys. That I just talked about. The mm-hmm. Twatha de Danan. Supposedly mm-hmm. the fairies, um, if the fairies, there's two ways. Either they're fallen angels or they're descendants of these, of this race, which is, they're kind of, from what I w- was like going, reading about them, they're kind of like gods almost, mm-hmm. which makes me think like maybe they're the fallen angels and the fairies are their descendants, but... I don't know. Yeah, I just, there's a bunch of ways to interpret it. I get what you're saying there. Yeah, uh, it seemed weird. Mm-hmm. I, I could see both ways. I kind of... Subs- to me, just in right. my background, the fallen angels makes kind of more sense to me, but that's they're just connecting it to biblical interpretations. So, I mean, any of them are as valid as the other. Maybe I feel it's like. the same thing and just a different way, just, a different mm-hmm. lens to look at to it, look, you know? Yep. But um, to me, the the Twat the Danon are like the act- are like the elves, and then the fairies are their descendants. Mm-hmm. Is one way I kind of think of it, but I'm not I'm not sure. It it's so interesting though. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm going to talk about um, the fairies, which is the the ISI. So the ISI and the Irish name for a supernatural race in Celtic mythology. Um, Deoine Sith in Scottish Gaelic. I was like, there's where Sith comes from. <laughs> yeah. uh, comparable to fairies or elves, they are said to descend from the Tuatha de Danon, like we said, um, meaning the people of Danu. Depending on the Abrahamic, Abrahamic or pagan tradition. That's that's Christian or non-Christian. Yep. Um, the ISI are said to live underground in fairy forts across the Western Sea or in an invisible world that coexists with the world of humans. This world is described in the, the Leber Gebelia Erin, a parallel universe in which the, the ISI walk among the living. Hmm. <sighs> Sorry, yeah, that was a lot. It's weird how they. Oh shit! It's weird how they say that they walk among the living. Like, are they not living, or are they just using the word "living" as like our dimension? It there's some weird things too, mm-hmm. where like the otherworldly portals are like in, like I said, ancient burial yeah. mounds and tombs. So I think they get grouped in with ghosts sometimes. Yeah, spiritual fucking. Yes, but yeah, it's just weird to me. Yeah, I guess it's just how it's probably how we, whoever fucking transcribed this shit or whoever fucking wrote it. I guess it's 
common to count us in as the living and their like other yeah. kind of not necessarily non-living but i don't know they don't breathe fucking oxygen or <laughs> they don't have fucking flesh and bone like we do i i don't know the the main difference but well i think of um i've heard of similar correlations before too like of um people having seances and supposedly talking to an, a, a loved one but then yeah, somebody yeah. there with more knowledge discerning that it's they're talking to a demon dude I, and yeah there's there's this idea and maybe it's predominantly a christian idea that you can't actually reach your loved ones but that demons will act like your loved ones yeah. and talk to you um i kind of think of that is a correlation yeah. to this, but in a this is like a pagan version of the same phenomenon. I is that's my, a, that's a fair point. It's it's one one thing connection I saw that um, I kind of wondered about. Um, you know, who knows what it is, mm -hmm. but um, I think to me, a lot of different uh, cultures and mythologies seem to be talking about the same thing just in their own version or their own way of doing it yeah and it's recorded in different parts of uh different periods of time uh, which is another uh maybe kind of barrier yeah to, that, to see the similarities but also yeah trying to dissect like the etymology like trying to learn what what this word means and how it correlates to our language exactly a lot of shit has definitely been lost and no matter what fucking topic the farther you go back the harder it's going to be to get the one for one translation so no doubt probably some of this is watered down but maybe some of it is yeah kind of legit too yeah i mean i kind of subscribe to it at the end of the day people are people no matter where they are and i think we all kind of believe and see the same things mm -hmm. yeah like even Maybe just culture and time gets in the way of that. I think totally like the fucking when we go to the UFO shit, like we see saucers or there's even like the, the different kinds, like the jellyfish one came out recently. And like mm -hmm. in the Bible, you have like burning chariots. Uh, right. You know what I mean? So were those the same thing? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it's just how they saw things. Right. Is it everyone just kind of seeing where you f like a, a time period where... Uh, they kind of talk about this too, like certain times of the year, the uh, the veil between worlds is thin, and in some in some ancient, yeah. in some ancient things, that's the veil between um, like uh, the undead, but in other belief that that's the veil between like the fairy world, yeah, you know, and then maybe it's the aliens, you mm -hmm. know, the greys, it, whatever the is fuck it, it is. All the same thing, you know, or. Hey, hey, or or is like the veil thin between multiple dimensions at once, and you you're can get the, all these yeah. different things when you're in the right time and place at the at the exact time, you know. I've also heard too of that, like whatever the other dimension is, is that when we see it, is there appearing to us is something that we can understand. Mm -hmm. So maybe when when the Irish saw this a thousand, two thousand years ago. They're seeing something that they can understand more like them. Yeah. And then, and then when, uh, you know, like the jinn in that culture, when they're seeing it, mm -hmm. it's, it's looking more like something they can understand. You exactly. Know? And then, 
it, it just so on and so forth. You and can it, extrapolate. Yeah, and there. if it's something that you can understand, like we don't have like the tool set, we don't have the words to be able to co- communicate what we actually are seeing. So right, maybe it truly is yeah, angels. Maybe we just can't. Yeah, we don't have the capacity to 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 really comprehend that. Like uh, I think there's a scripture that says like if you hear the word of God, you'll die. If you if God Himself herself whatever it is actually talk to you you would die because yeah, you couldn't it's too fucking it's op too dude yeah so like maybe an angel being a step down from god when you see it at it, certain it times has to like it has to like extrapolate itself in a either way either it changes you... or your mind has to change it mm-hmm. you know to to be something you can understand i don't know these are just we're just spitballing here right it's just exactly ideas and who knows? Maybe none of this is true either, and they're all just campfire bullshits. You maybe, know? yeah, maybe we're totally wrong. Maybe it's all BS, but I don't think it is. Yeah. I don't think so either. But maybe also it's different things. Maybe it's different things. Mm-hmm. Who knows? The unknown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's continue on. I got a little more on these guys. Um, the ISI are seen as fierce guardians of their abodes. Whether a fairy hill, a fairy ring, a special tree, often a hawthorn, or a or particular lock or wood, it is believed that infringing on these spaces will cause the ISI to retaliate in an effort to remove the people or objects that invade their homes. Many of these tales contribute to the changeling myth in West European folklore, with the Aesai kidnapping trespassers or replacing their children with changelings as a punishment for transgressing. The Aesai are often connected to certain times of year and hours, as the Gaelic Otherworld is believed to come closer to the mortal world at the times of dusk and dawn. The Aesai correspondingly become easier to encounter. Um, some festivals, such as Samhain, Beltane, and Midsummer, are also associated with the Aesai. Some things we kind of touched on a little bit there um, that I thought interesting. Um, another thing, too, is didn't we touch on a topic before maybe it's it rang a bell but i couldn't remember what it was from where they kidnapped trust plas, trespassers or uh that it's this part they replace their children with changelings i know that i have come across that in something else does that is that familiar to you at all or am I, am, the changeling nothing? i mean i guess the only thing is familiar to me <coughs> is that there's a uh a tabletop game warhammer age of sigmar there's a model called the changeling <coughs> Uh, that's the only thing that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay. Well, I'm sure it's a topic Someone probably will on our list to touch on. Oh, yeah, yeah, And that when we do touch on, I'll be like, that was it. I'm trying to think of the change. But I've heard of there? that, too. I've heard okay. of that from something else where they remove your children and, change, and, and replace them with a changeling. I don't know if it's a succubus. I don't know what it was, but I know that I have read that in some other mythology before. Yeah. Um, if you know, drop in the comments. Um, yeah. So, hmm. 
Hmm. What did we not go touch on here? We already kind of talked about this, the different times of the year being associated with them. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was one thing I thought interesting. They said times of the day, such as dusk and dawn. I also think of, have you heard of like 3 a.m. being like the ghostly yeah. hour? Uh, yeah, I've got fucking ghost adventures and all those fucking shows. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, like uh, 3 a.m. is like a weird time where fucking... I guess I don't know if it's the in-between of light and dark, like the time, or just that's just a hot spot for fucking weird spiritual shits to appear, but yeah, I've, I, I've definitely heard that before. Yeah, I've heard that quite a bit. I thought of that when I read that. I definitely think of a Ouija boards, too. I think 3 a.m. has a weird kind of correlation with doing that kind of stuff, kind of conjuring a being or or seeing one or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, personally, I don't fuck around with any of that shit. I, I don't like to get in any of that shit. I you'll never catch me with an Ouija board. It ain't happening. But yeah, me either. No. <laughs> I'm not touching one of those things. I'm not I, saying um, they're real, but I've seen some weird videos and yeah, I don't know that I hundred percent believe in it, but I respect that. Yeah, enough. I respect it. Yeah, I've had a few weird times where I thought something weird was happening to me in the middle of the night that. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy, but just enough to where I'm just like, I don't know that there's yeah. nothing there. Maybe it's no, just some weird paranoia in the back of our head that we've evolved to survive. I think that's a lot of shadows in the dark mess with us. Mm-hmm. Shadow people, that's even a topic on itself. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, maybe, you know, I, th- I know there's a name for where... Uh, in our minds, humans, we see things and we will add, we will kind of attribute faces to them, even though there's not a face in there. I've had that in dreams before. Oh, that's where, interesting. Yeah, I kind of put a face in there and it's it's really not that. That's, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if maybe like in the shadows, we're attributing our mind is recalculating that image into a figure that's not there. Mm -hmm. And because of the way that we're evolved to survive, we get scared of them. Dude, even if you're like sleepy or not a hundred percent there, like you hear something weird, look out in your window and you you think you see something the next day you go out and it's a fucking fire hydrant or something, you know, like your, your brain can definitely fucking make you, and I, I think that's what you were saying before, like just our our evolved nature of survival of survival and like, oh, this could be something predatory or something bad that wants to get to me. So I'm going to think more of the worst case scenario. Right. And your brain kind of fucks with you a little bit. It knows that your vision's limited at night and it's just going to exactly. overcompensate mm-hmm. just out of yeah. survi- survivability, mm-hmm. like better to overcompensate than undercompensate. Yeah. And yeah, that makes sense. Mm hmm. Um, another thing too, is like when you're in that dream state, um, you know, they're doing more research on it, but like your brain's releasing DMT supposedly. I, I, I don't know that it's a hundred percent confirmed. I'm pretty positive that's confirmed, but DMT um, is the dream chemical. I don't know that it's a hundred percent confirmed because they have to like drill into your brain, but maybe they did. I don't, I, I definitely believe it, but, um, I think it's the the most. Are are you gonna Google it real quick? I, I want to check it out. Uh, uh yeah. Um, yep. DMT is naturally occurring in small amounts. In okay, here's the thing. I guess they know it happens in the rat brain. Human. Right. Okay, so I guess they don't know for sure. Yeah, I th- 
I think the reason we don't know for sure is because of human experimentation uh, laws. Yeah. So, but I, I, I believe it. So the idea is when you're sleeping, your brain's starting to produce uh, DMT, dimethyltryptyline, which mm-hmm. is a, the strongest hallucinogenic you can take. Yeah. So maybe at 3 a.m. is the highest point that your brain is producing that naturally. I'm I'm just a, you're just throwing I'm it just, out there. I get it. Maybe these are ideas I've had, but I'm just kind of throwing them out there. But but at nighttime, you know, if you're startled from from your wake, uh, from your sleep, and you're 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 awake, uh, maybe your brain still has some of that hallucinogenic going on at the same time. Yeah, and that's why you're encountering other beings. Now, maybe also dmt is allowing you to access that other realm and you actually are encountering other beings and maybe when you awake and you have that you actually are talking to them i don't or encountering them i don't know it it, this is all yeah a lot of people want to know i I don't think we'll ever know in our lifetimes or in any lifetime like breaking the human brain these these chemicals like the, only, the, the one thing that I will say, though, is so many people have experiences and so many people say that they've seen weird shit and have stories that there's got to be something. There's got to be something to it. Right. I don't know what it is. But I think there's something there, but I don't know what it is. It might be a lot more benign than what we're thinking it is, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I like to stay open minded about it. Definitely, man. Uh, so where did I end here? Oh, yeah. I'm going to go into this next one. Um, here's another name. This one looks even harder to pronounce. <laughs> okay, good. Kreidemasai uh, is Irish for the fairy faith, a collection of beliefs and practices observed by those who wish to keep good relationships with the ISI and avoid angering them. The custom of offering milk and traditional foods such as baked goods, apples, or berries to the ISI have survived through the Christian era into the present day in parts of Ireland, Scotland, and uh, I don't know this term, the diasorpa. Those who maintain some degree of belief in the ISI also are careful to leave their sacred places alone and protect them from damage through road or housing construction. There is a long list of types of fairies. Some, uh, okay, I wasn't ready to go in this part. So the interesting thing here is that um, this set of beliefs, which I didn't even know had a name, fairy faith, uh cried Masai. I don't even know if I'm supposed to roll that R. Thanks, Jake. But um, I have actually heard of this before. And I also find it kind of uh, similar to like the beliefs in Buddha. I've seen uh, Buddhists who leave out like oranges and like fruits and other things before the altar of Buddha. But um, it's similar, but I think it's a little different. But um, so the custom of offering milk i believe that they like leave out like a bowl of milk on the windowsill for the fae interesting um but it also says baked goods apples or berries um 
it's like an offering to them to uh, yeah. leave out. Yeah, I all I can think of from that is milk and cookies to fucking Santa Claus. Probably where maybe probably I, a uh, a huge correlation. Ma- maybe because also we get a lot of origins of Christmas from Germanic uh, origins, and we have yes. some in this topic as well. So maybe there's a little cross over there. I, there's probably a direct connection there. Mm-hmm. I think you're totally right on that. I yeah, think that, you hit the nail on the head. Totally. Um, yeah, I find it interesting. I've I've I have heard of that. Um. But yeah, I don't know if people still do it, but I I didn't even know it had a name to it. Yeah, it does. uh, The fairy faith. Yeah. What uh, what religion are you a part of? I'm a part of the the fairy faith. I leave out offerings every night. (laughs) You know. Yeah, I think. And then I pray to Odin. Right. (laughs) All hail. Yeah. All hail. All hail. No, we should we should salute that. All hail the odd the the all father. (laughs) Yeah. drink to that yeah it's it's fucking interesting man i mean i know we've spitball a lot but the the connections that can be made through just a bunch of these fucking topics is just it's insane it's honestly just retarded (laughs) how many can be made you know yeah it just doesn't end yeah you yeah you're right like it's the more of these things i learn about the Mm. more mythologies from different faiths and it's like the more similar they are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously some of the you know? connections are a little thinner, but some of them have some bones to them where it's like, man, this seems they're almost the same shit. Just the difference here, difference here, you know. Right. Let, maybe add in a little bit there, and now you got something new. Which we're we're going to have to touch on more Middle Eastern ones at some point, mm-hmm. too. We're going to yeah, talk about I mean, the gin. That's something I've yeah, wanted to talk about. I, I'm down and, as fuck um, to talk about I'm, the gin. I'm interested. I was I was very surprised to see them pop up in here, mm-hmm. and I'm very. I didn't expect it either. I'm very interested to see more connections and and just even the nuances too of theirs. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, okay, so now let's get into actually. Um, did you have to talk about the Native American fairies? Um, yeah, I can talk a little bit about them. Let's go into that first before I go into this next part. So. I guess it's not just fairies, though. I'm more talking about little people. Little people I was going to hit on at the end. Okay. Is that so, mostly what you got? Yeah, that's mostly what I got. So we can we can wait a little bit Okay, we'll talk that. about the end. I'm going to hit on little people. They're, the, they're at the end. Uh, now I'm going to talk about uh, specific types of fairies. So Let's you, fucking do it. You didn't have anything to throw in on fairies before I move on? Um, no, in I general? Think, I think you kind of covered it, man. Okay. I just talked about... Um, when I was talking about earlier how they're kind of mischievous, uh, mm-hmm. the Latin root for fairy is fey, meaning fate, like you already kind of touched on. Yes. Um, they're often mischievous creatures, maybe dark and evil intentions, maybe not. Uh, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. and then Right on. Yeah, just how they pop up in entertainment. I already kind of touched on Zelda and how they, they even they had a little bit there in Shrek 2 with right. the fairy godmother. But... Yeah, and she's kind of they they kind of they made her kind of like a bitch. Zelda, I think of um, but that's almost pixie, like how you were saying before. Yeah, yeah, no, and I I think of uh, Peter Pan. Yeah, uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is was originally was just a book though, 
but then was picked up by Disney. Disney, and they made the um, movies, yeah. But also, like, mermaids are, this is what I'm about to talk to you now, is the different yeah. um, classifications of them. Mermaids are considered a type of fairy, too, which I didn't know. It's like a, it's a way more uh, umbrelling, um, umbrella of a term than I thought it was going to be. I thought a fairy yeah. was a fairy. You know, we think of wings. Pixies, I think, are, like, connected. Yeah. But they're lesser. Smaller. Pro- yeah. I don't know if there's any f- fairies listening. I'm not trying to offend you. <laughs> I think fairies are dope. By the way, Peter Pan was my favorite when I was a kid. Was he? I watched the Disney VHS every day until the VHS <laughs> broke. Tell it burn out. Yeah. It broke. Oh the ribbon broke. Dude. Because I'm redheaded. He was redheaded. <laughs> In Dude, the I VHS, get VHS as he should be. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Dude, VHS is alright, bro. I mean, but if, there's not a lot of redheaded heroes, so I was like, Peter Pan's my guy. Mm-hmm. If y'all got a grandma out there that still has a VHS collection, respect. That VHS right. collection is fucking badass, and no one cares anymore. Love VHSs. Yeah. Uh, I watched a ton of them from my grandma, who this is this is for. Rest in peace. She had all the disney movies Mm -hmm. on vhs in this big cabinet that like well actually it wasn't that big when i was an adult but i was at the time it was fucking big that swung open and it had them on the doors and inside of it and yeah dude my grandma noni she had the same probably the same exact cabinet they both had the same thing the fake wood cabinet exactly exactly uh yeah that was legit back then it had it had the creaky ass fucking yes you know they were living right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. And uh, yeah, I've I've loved a lot of the Peter Pan movies. I think Hook is my favorite, though. Is it? The animated ones, I like the original animated one. But then Hook, when Robin Williams played him, I did like that I, one. It, I actually, I kind of grew up with that movie, too. I, I did really like that movie as well. I wish he was redheaded, uh-huh. but I, love it. I do <laughs> love that movie. Yeah, no, uh... Yeah, Robin Williams actually did a really good job with that. That one speech that he has to Peter when he's talking about how he's cold and has no emotions. Yeah. Yeah, that was like a really good fucking, like, they went hard. Dude, that was back when Disney was, like, they threw in some deep yeah, stuff. Yeah, they was, were like, good. Mm-hmm. They were throwing some bangers down back then. Rufio was the goat. <laughs> um, but yeah, some of the newer ones, I just feel like they fell off. Like They're more hit or miss. I, I agree with you. I haven't watched a fucking Disney Pixar movie <laughs> in a long time. But hopefully that comes around but i feel like peter pan will be one that comes around again dude i'm still thinking about that bro hook was a good ass that was a good fucking movie man i feel like it's underrated i love Mm -hmm. that movie Mm -hmm. um anyways i'll move on guys sorry for the derailment uh so there's a long list of types of fairies uh some you may be familiar with but didn't know they were considered fairies like some of these, we, we, I think we've mentioned them now. But well, let's go back through them, though. Goblins, mm-hmm. Banshee, Mermaids, mm-hmm. yep. and Leprechaun. Yep. By the way, I only grabbed the main ones. There was a bunch with names I never heard of. Um, there's a fat list. Like You mm-hmm. can Google this. So I'm giving you the main ones that I think people have probably heard of. Because a bunch of the other ones I never heard of either. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to say it one more time. Goblins. Uh, Banshee, Mermaids, and the Leprechaun. So I found it interesting. Uh, I'm sure everyone's familiar with Mermaids. We know that one for mm-hmm. sailors. Uh, 
we might we might do an episode on them later and talk more about them but uh the banshee i wanted to i got a little sentence here on them that ties them in with the irish which i thought was really cool okay because i maybe it's just me but i never pictured them as being like irish in origin Did yeah you? I guess, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> this is a bad connection. The fucking uh the little mermaid was a redhead, so I guess I guess they got that far with it. But uh Oh yeah. Okay, with that mermaid connection. <laughs> that's the only thing I could I, I didn't know either. I had no idea. Okay. So the Banshee or Bean Sidey, which is kinda reminds me of the ice of the ice side. Yeah, kind of a similar vibe. It's got there. the same S and then the I has that slash over it which mm-hmm. i'm probably pronouncing wrong every time but the bean side from old irish ban side which means woman of the side he has come to indicate any supernatural woman of ireland who announces a coming death by wailing and kneeling so i always pictured a banshee more as like a type of ghost but apparently any woman could be that but somehow um i kind of picture too like um do you remember when uh uh lately we we've watched peaky blinders Mm -hmm. and the gypsies and then they talk about a coming death yeah uh when a woman talking, announcing a death and then like wailing or kneeling, but being upset about it to me, that just means being upset about it. But a, a woman saying like, so-and-so is going to die and crying about it. That's a banshee. Uh, did you know that? No, I didn't know that. I always pictured them totally different. So a woman who, who like, to me, to me, I picture... I picture this similarly like when we watch Peaky Blinders, but like I picture it like um, the gypsy women there, but to this would be the Irish women, those who are kind of in um, connection to the other world yeah. kind of. Yeah, they have a little bit of fucking, they have a little touch to them where they can kind of commune with the the gods, the the future, whatever. Right, which to me, I think that's a theme in other areas, mm-hmm. another cultures too where where women tend to be able to connect to it yeah a little bit psychic maybe you could say right um but yes so a woman who announces a coming death by wailing or kneeling is a banshee i thought that was cool no yeah that is cool i didn't know that's where that that term came from now we're gonna talk about the leprechaun yeah I'm the leprechaun. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, man, the leprechauns, it's an interesting I, – I was talking to Red where he's getting the I'm the leprechaun. From they the made, leprechaun movie? Yeah. He, he never heard of the leprechaun movie. I didn't movies. know that there was fucking leprechaun horror movies, and there was like eight of them. Yeah. I and, didn't realize uh, there were so many until yeah. you told me, uh, but I remember them from yeah. when I was a kid. I uh, I should have watched the first one or something. I watched the trailer for the first movie. I think it came out in like 1990 or 93. I think you're better off not watching them. Yeah, bro. They're like probably, B movies. They did not look good, dude. But I never watched I, I watched was never the, allowed uh, to watch them. I watched the trailer for the newest one. I think it came out in 2018 it's called uh, <laughs> leprechaun returns and uh he was like 
I mean, they're he's nasty looking, but like uh, here, let me read this one. Uh, leprechaun on the wiki. Uh, on the wiki, it says uh, Leprechaun is an American horror comedy film series consisting of eight slasher films, beginning with Leprechaun in 1993. That's when it came out. The series centers on a murderous leprechaun named Lubdon, who, when his gold is taken from him, resorts to any means necessary to reclaim it. So he's nice. on like a fucking redemption path to steal his fucking gold, or you, not you steal, to take his, it? what is his. From being made fun of in school. Uh, oh, uh, that's how yeah. I know of it. Yeah, because I was five years old. They they pull up on you. I am the leopard guy. I'm the leprechaun. Yeah, dude, he's mean looking though. And they all, dude, they made like some weird movies. Like there's a leprechaun like in the hood or something. I want to watch that. Yeah, it's kind of like chucky but not as it's good. probably like but really bad. bad the reviews yeah. <laughs> on it like everything was like 30 percent <laughs> pretty much yeah sorry for the real leprechauns dude no disrespect you like that yeah <laughs> if there's like a leprechaun movie fandom i don't know does anyone like these movies let me know probably like it they're so bad some people enjoy them in yeah a bad way. like a I sharknado type thing yeah for sure so, to get to the real leprechauns, a leprechaun is a diminutive supernatural being in Irish folklore. It's so funny to me how they're supernatural beings. Well, it's these gas. are all supernatural, yeah, right? No, they yeah. are. I just never thought of it like that um, until now. Yeah, until doing totally. the research, yeah. Yeah, you just think of Lucky Charms, but uh-huh. it, no, no, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a legit thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, classed by some as a type of solitary fairy. They are usually depicted as little bearded men wearing a coat and hat who partake in mischief. In later times, they have been depicted as shoemakers who have a hidden pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. The leprechaun originally had a different appearance depending on where in Ireland he was found. Yep. Before the 20th century, it was generally held that the leprechaun wore red, mm-hmm. not green. Samuel Lover, writing in 1831, describes the leprechaun as, quote, quite a bow in his dress, notwithstanding, for he wears a red square coat, mm-hmm. uh, richly laced with gold and inexpressible of the same cocked hat, shoes, and buckles, end quote. Yeah, he was dripped out like the gold belt no buckle, doubt. fucking nice shoes, <laughs> suede uh, coat. Um. It is stressed that the leprechaun is clearly to be distinguished from the Aesai of the fairy mounds. Leprechaun being solitary is one distinguishing characteristic, but additionally, the leprechaun is thought to only engage in pranks on the level of mischief and requiring special caution. But in contrast, in contrast, excuse me, the Aesai may carry out deeds more menacing to humans. Um, as is the spiriting away of children. Interesting. So, yeah. Sorry, I just tried to finish it off, but like, go on. No, no, you were. I was just saying they're drippy. Fucking, they got gold. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder what where the green came about. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe to uh, go with the money with mm-hmm. the more modern form of money, because um, they go along with gold. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just my thought. Maybe. They changed the red coat to a green coat because nowadays we have greenbacks. So I had one paragraph. I could on be that totally wrong from the wiki. 
Okay, um, cool. The modern image of a leprechaun sitting on a toadstool, uh, having a red beard and a green hat. Apparently, it's a more modern uh, invention from uh, European folklore. So, according to Wiki, I guess that's like the more European, uh, the more Europe version mm-hmm. of what the leprechaun was, but which then carried over to America. Which exactly, exactly. Which which that would totally make sense to me as well. I also read something that the red coat had to do with like the military uniforms they had then, <laughs> which were red coats. Dude, imagine like a militia fucking leprechaun just sprinting with fucking ARs and uh, shit. ARs. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, pretty interesting. I almost um, get like mob boss vibes from them too. So they are associated with fairies. Mm-hmm. And they're often classified as fairies, but they're very different in Definitely. that they are by themselves. They're yeah. very, they're solitary. Yeah, and all the uh, shit I read too, yeah, solitary, they, they wouldn't roll in packs or how the fuck do they reproduce? I don't know. Who knows? Um, some people classify them differently and some people classify them with the fairies. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not one to say, but uh, that's all I got on the leprechauns. There's... Not a ton. Other uh, than some fucking shitty movies. Yeah, there's not a ton of information mm-hmm. on them. They're just another side uh, myth next to the fairies, kind of. Mm-hmm. They're dope, though. With they are them. dope. Fucking pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Fucking. Yeah. Which I believe is probably, that's probably a more modern. Uh, no, the, the pot of, the pot that of gold. That goes back. Goes back with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the mass murdering is just from the movies. <laughs> That's just from the movies, <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah, but um, they were cool. One. Uh, so now we're going to get into uh, the little people. Um, so with them, I have to talk about the Hobbit race. Homo floriensis, nicknamed Hobbits, taken from the Lord of the Rings. Yep. Um is an extinct species of small archaic human uh, that inhabited the Isle of Flores in Indonesia until the arrival of modern humans about 50,000 years ago. The remains of an individual who would have stood about 3 foot 7 inches tall, that is 1.1 meters in height, were discovered in 2003 at Langbu Cave, uh... Partial mm-hmm. skeletons of at least nine individuals have been recovered, including one complete skull referred to as LB1. It seems there is much debate and a lot more to discover about this race, but it is interesting to wonder what an interaction may have been like between them and modern-day humans. Yeah, and uh, when I was reading, that was a common occurrence where they said they found the remains in caves. That's yes. like That's said in a lot of the folklore that they did kind of dwell in caves a lot of the time so and it's interesting that this was all the way in indonesia but some of the mythology fits with other areas of the world yeah where they find little people in caves Mm -hmm. which is interesting i mean what the fuck um don't know that they were anywhere else in the world have no idea that they contacted uh humans or not but it's interesting that they really did exist mm-hmm. supposedly um no no they really did exist they found they them. found uh remains i 
that is decent evidence there. I don't know if there's multiple remains that it was fa- that were found or just that one location, but it is so far just the one location. So yeah, far, that's what we know. You're right. We don't know that they were everywhere else in the world. We don't know that for mm-hmm. sure. Um, on the wiki, I found some like small stories or uh, just little things about the little people. So, uh, go ahead and read a little bit of that now. Mm-hmm. The native peoples of North America told <laughs> legends of a race of quote little people unquote who lived in the woods near sandy hills and sometimes near rocks located along large bodies of water, such as the Great Lakes. Often described as hairy-faced dwarves in stories, uh, petroglyph illustrations, which I'm assuming are like kind of hieroglyph illustrations, Mm -hmm. uh, show them with horns on their head and traveling in a group of five to seven per canoe. And uh, if you want to... The, what this is talking about, there's an image on the wiki of like a tall Native American kind of, I guess, in a river system or a lake. And there's like a ton of little people by her feet, like doing shit. They have canoes. It was just a cool interpretation of what they thought they were, whatever Native gotcha. American faction they were a part of. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll have to show you the picture. It's a pretty cool picture. Um, other legends say the little people, if seen by an adult human, would beg them to not say anything of their existence and would reward those who kept their word by helping them and their family out in times of need. From tribe to tribe, there are variations of what the little people's mannerisms were like and whether they were good or evil may be different. So I think that kind of goes back to where the fairies... Are they good or bad? Are they mischievous? Are they for who knows? And then uh, the last thing I found on the wiki, which was a uh, a pretty dope find, Lewis and Clark got brought up a little bit. Lewis and Clark, if my memory is correct, really? they helped explore America yes. during the Louisiana Purchase. Um, yeah, they did a huge part mm-hmm. in exploring North America. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lewis and Clark reported in their journals that Native Americans in the vicinity of Spirit Mound, South Dakota, held a belief in little people who inhabited the mound. Clark wrote that the local Native Americans could not be persuaded to approach the mound as they feared these tiny devils, that is D-E-A-V-A-L-S, and considered them to be dangerous. Although members of Lewis and Clark's party visited the mound, they did not encounter any unusual beings. Interesting. So they didn't see anything, but the fucking, the natives that they came across, they were not going to that mound. Like, they had some bad vibes, maybe some bad encounters. I don't know, but I just thought it was cool that Lewis and Clark kind of maybe give a little more relevancy to the little people topic. It's Um, interesting that the Native Americans were... Uh, uh, on the wiki, they popped up a lot. Yeah, it's interesting that that, that it's interesting that they have so many um, beliefs around. Mm-hmm. It. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, that's very interesting. And I don't know if it is just the natives in general, or if it's like certain groups of them. But uh, I was like, wow, fucking even <laughs> Lewis and Clark did a little <laughs> investigation, you know. No, that's cool. Because mm-hmm. I know the natives also believed in giants. So it's interesting they believed in both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I was going to pull up that little image, but I don't, I don't know if we have enough time here. If it'll show up okay. Yeah, you give it a try. Of Ooh. the petroglyph? Yeah, I was going to pull it up real quick. 
maybe I'm not going to be quick enough. Don't oh, yeah, move. here it is. Right here, right here. Oh, you got it? So it's like... Hey, hey, turn it to the camera a little bit. I don't know if they're going to be able to see it. Hey. Yeah. Good enough. If they can't, we it, it'll will have be. It if yeah, you look at the ahead. the sources, it'll be Wikipedia, the uh, uh, the little people That's link, cool. and there, there's like a bunch of little people catching fish, and like it's like she's towering over them. Like we have we have a tree behind her, right? So she seems like a normal sized human being, and there's just tiny people all around her, like. They're picking up, it looks like a bass or something, and it's like they're having to like heave this bass where <laughs> we know a fucking bass is right. not it's that. probably like a cow to them. Yeah, like, no, literally. Uh, we got food all winter. Yeah, but there, there's cool imagery when it comes to that. and Yeah, that is cool. Um, definitely uh, a cool connection I didn't know that was there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll probably go more into native american mythology in another mm-hmm. episode as i well. i bet you there's some cool shit yeah. around there no doubt so uh i think i'm tapped out what about you yeah i'm i'm good to go here yeah so thanks for listening guys uh this goes out to you grandma hey rest in peace yeah um you know uh so until next time i'm red this is jake thanks for listening see you